the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. You're listening to an encore presentation of The Bill Bunkley Show that originally aired Wednesday, April 24th. Good afternoon. Bill Bunkley here live on The Bill Bunkley Show. We are delighted to have you with us this afternoon. Hey, if you want to be part of our program, and I certainly hope you do, here's our call-in number. It's toll-free, and um, I'd like for you to put this uh, on your favorites or your speed dial. That way, when something is said that in your spirit sort of sparks the, hey, I'd like to weigh in on that, you don't have to go looking for our call-in number. That number is 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. Well, I hope you're having a great day out there because a lot is happening in the world, and certainly a lot is coming down in the state capitol in Tallahassee. And we're going to be covering that today as well. Well, Tampa has a new mayor. We'll talk about that coming up in just a moment because that certainly has uh, some implications on which way Tampa is going to be heading into the future. We'll also be covering which bills are actually moving in Tallahassee in the final days of this legislative session. Um, We've only got the balance of this week, today, tomorrow, and Friday, and next week, uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, they could meet over the weekend. In fact, they will be meeting over this weekend, probably in terms of at least the committee chairs, over trying to come to an agreement between the House and the Senate over the budget. But we'll talk about what bills are moving in the state capitol, and that is uh, the number of bills that are going to probably get some favorable attention out of, what, a couple of thousand plus that have been filed. So we'll be looking at that. Governor DeSantis. Well, we found out that there is indeed a proposal between Senate negotiators with the Seminole Indian Gambling Compact and the Seminole Tribe, and uh, that has been given to Governor DeSantis. So we'll be talking about that and uh, give you some of the quirks about that. Um, And let me just give you a spoiler alert. Sports gambling. Sports gambling in Florida. You don't want to miss my update on that coming up on today's program. And the Boy Scouts of America. Hold on for this one. Even though it's been kind of partially out. But I'm going to tell you about the Boy Scouts of America. I did not know this while I was very active with the with the Scouts, while I was on uh, Southeast Regional Board of Directors, all my work with World and National Jamborees. But the Boy Scouts of America withheld the names of thousands, thousands of leaders, thousands of pedophiles, and they had secret files. The secret files were called perversion files. 
And those files uh, have been kept since 1959. But they were never released to the public. Names were kept silent. Don't know of any prosecutions off this list. Certainly for many, many years until recently as there's been pressure upon the Boy Scouts. And um, I find that uh, pretty shameful. Pretty shameful indeed. But um, we'll give you an update on that, plus uh, some of the bills that are getting some positive attention in the uh, legislature these last few days. Well, I don't know if it surprised anybody, certainly anybody in the city of Tampa, but we have a new mayor, and the mayor, in fact, is Jane Castor. It wasn't a close one. In fact, it was a blowout, a landslide. An absolute dominating evening. Jane Castor is Tampa's new mayor, garnering 73% of the vote, while David Strauss drew 27% of the vote. And I want to tell you that according to Charlie Frago, a Tampa Bay Times staff writer, that apparently even even in the early voting, Jane Castor had beat David Strauss in the early voting. And so now here's what we have to work with. What in the world can we expect now out of the new mayor? We already know that today she announced that she's going to be keeping the existing chief of police for the city of Tampa. And now she's going to be embarking on her own agenda. I will say that as far as uh, the non-social issues are concerned, that uh, she'll she'll have her job cut out for her to be able to have more of a a positive four or eight years, depending on how long she is uh, in the office of the mayor, to uh, achieve more than her predecessor, who also endorsed her, which is um, uh, the current mayor of Tampa, Bob Buckhorn. And um, I'll just say that um, in a campaign rally, uh, after she won the primary, she was very vocal about uh, wanting to become uh, the first female mayor, lesbian, uh, here in Tampa. And she called on those in, uh, that are either in or supportive of that community to support her. And so part of what uh, we'll watch and see is uh, not only her initiatives that she will be putting forward in terms of economic development, continued development around the Riverwalk. Sometime someone's going to have to be dealing with the crumbling infrastructure of the pipes and utilities uh, because Tampa underground is uh, very, very old. And uh, we'll look at all those initiatives. Plus, we'll see what she has in mind in terms of the LGBTQ community uh, that she represents. But uh, congratulations to um, Jane Castor. Uh, She's the new mayor of the city of Tampa and uh, will be continuing to Uh, Watch her as we do everything else in the community. Very interesting. We're going to try and get Bob Buckhorn on our program here in the next few days. 
and to have him share a little bit because uh, he said something that was quite interesting. He said, this will probably be the last uh, time I'll be in elective office. Now, uh, I'm paraphrasing. Uh, maybe he said something standing here as uh, an elected leader. But nonetheless, I want to talk to uh, Bob to not only have a, a good, healthy discussion about his last eight years and what he feels are his strong accomplishments, but also have a chat about uh, what he sees in terms of his future. And it was very interesting because his 18-year-old daughter, and I have to pause when I say that because I can remember in the early days of the Bill Bunkley Show, and uh, Bob would be my guest in studio, I can remember, and of course we had Zachary, he was uh, very young as well, but my Zachary is 13, not 18, and I think it's Grace. Uh, he has two daughters, and I sometimes don't get the two uh, correctly identified. But I think it's Grace who I read that when he voted yesterday morning with Kathy, his wife, and she's an OBGYN uh, there uh, at Tampa General Hospital. But the three of them voted on Davis Island yesterday. And I thought, and he made comment that she was 18. This was her first election. And I got to tell you, I kind of dated myself because when Bob would come in in the early days doing his interview, uh, he would bring the two young sisters in, and uh, they would either sit in the studio or sit in our producer studio while we conducted our interview. And on most days uh, that he was with us, uh, he was then going to be Mr. Mom and take his kids over to the pool in South Tampa for their swim lessons. And uh, to, to hear that she was actually voting for the first time uh, put a smile on my face. But at the same time, I thought, wow, the clock is flying. So uh, with that, um, we're going to wish uh, everyone well. By the way, just to also let you know, another veteran of the uh, city council, and that is John Dingfelder. He has served three or four different rounds uh, with the city council. And uh, in the years that uh, I was a regular uh, commentator on WEDU's uh, Friday evening um, issue show with Rob Lorai, WNFF, NFF, I was uh, at times on the panel with Bob Buckhorn, but a lot of times on the panel with John Dingfelder, so we congratulate him as he has made his return, won by a pretty wide margin. And then um, the winners of the runoff elections were Joseph Citro, also a veteran of the city council, and we have uh, a newcomer, Orlando Goods, G-U-D-E-S. I may have butchered butcher that, but nonetheless. Uh, but that's going to be the new makeup for the city of Tampa. Now, we're going to be uh, talking a little bit about uh, the bills that uh, had some action yesterday. As I'm monitoring both the Florida House and the Florida Senate, uh, right now um, both the House chambers are, both the chambers are in. However, they're having recesses throughout the days because here's where we're at with the budget process. The House and the Senate uh, announced their conferees yesterday. Uh, the House has a, a bill, a budget, and the Senate has a, a budget bill. 
And so they have to come together and they have to bring those two bills exactly in line. So what happens is you have the various committee chairs. You may have natural resources. Uh, you're going to have judiciary. You're going to have commerce. And so what has happened, what they do is the huge multi-billion dollar uh, proposed budget from both chambers, it is divided up into those categories for the first round. So starting this morning, those different uh, appointment, appointed persons to the various committees from the House and Senate, they have been negotiating back and forth uh, on trying to come to an agreement on the various line items in the, uh, uh, in the items that are under their jurisdiction. Now, they will be meeting off and on during the day because what will happen is they'll come in and meet, and um, one side, you know, uh, offers the first budget. Then they'll go look at it. Then when they come back an hour or two later, if the Senate offered the first one or the current one was the Senate, in about two two hours they'll come back, and the House will come back and either accept or counterproposal off that budget. That will happen until Friday. Then over the weekend, the budget chairs uh, of these particular committees, they will be the only ones, the budget chairs in the House and Senate, they'll come together, and then they'll also bump it up to the appropriations chairs. And then whatever is left unresolved or they couldn't come to agreement in, it will be bumped up to the Senate President uh, Galvano and the House Speaker Oliva, and they will hammer out the rest of the deals. Now, so they're meeting off and on, but we had a lot of action yesterday. So when I come back, I'll talk about some of the things that are advancing. And if you have a question about anything about the process in Tallahassee, hey, you give me a call right now at 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. This is Bill Bunkley. I'm live on the Bill Bunkley Show. Going to take a break. Don't go away. I'll be right back. You're listening to an encore presentation of the Bill Bunkley Show that originally aired Wednesday, April 24th. Cornerstone Pros to service your AC, plumbing, electrical, or generator, rest assured that with Cornerstone, trust is a must. You wouldn't allow just anyone in your home, and Cornerstone Pros doesn't let just anyone join their team. Cornerstone Pros employs only the best technicians. Each one has been background checked, drug tested, and professionally trained to certify their skills before they ever step foot in your home. Learn more at cornerstonepros.com. That's cornerstonepros.com. You're a do-it-yourselfer. You fix things around the house, take care of the yard, wash your car, and on top of it all, run your own business. But wow, when it comes to digital marketing and advertising, things aren't so do-it-yourself. You need results and just aren't getting them on your own. Salem Surround will get you results. We know digital marketing and how to deliver customers so you can run your business. 
Using every digital marketing tool possible is a necessity to compete in today's business world. But you have to know about all the options. Our team at Salem Surround has the expertise to manage all your digital marketing under one roof. Get started with a free evaluation of your digital presence and some great ideas to increase your online visibility and, most importantly, revenue. There really are no limitations on how and where you can reach customers with Salem Surround. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more at surroundtampa.com. Surroundtampa.com. Connecting you with new customers. Thanks for listening today to Faith Talk. We'd like to introduce you to a new radio program, The Living Word with Pastor Danny Hodges of Calvary Chapel Fellowship. Each weekday, Pastor Danny will walk you through the scriptures, verse by verse, passionately sharing the truth and hope of the gospel for a lost and dying world. Find out more at ccfstpete.church. The Living Word with Danny Hodges, weekdays at 1030 a.m. on Faith Talk, a.m. 570, 910, and at You're listening to an encore presentation of The Bill Bunkley Show that originally aired Monday, April 15th. Hey, we're Bill Bunkley live in Tallahassee this afternoon. Glad to have you back. But I want to tell you, coming up uh, in just a few days is the Tampa Bay National Day of Prayer Brunch. And uh, I got a question for you. Have you got your reservations? I want to tell you this is one of that day's premier events. And today we're going to tell you a little bit about that and uh, encourage you to go to the website, tampabayprayerbrunch.com, tampabayprayerbrunch.com. My two guests today uh, in the Christian community and, of course, with the history of the acknowledgement of the Tampa uh, Tampa Bay National Day of Prayer Brunch, these two ladies are so well-known and so dedicated to having a very, very meaningful event each and every year. Of course, I'm talking about uh, Molly Cruz is the president of Tampa Bay National Day of Prayer Council, and Camille Werther is the president of Pray Tampa Bay. Now, these two organizations have put the Tampa Bay Prayer Brunch jointly on for the greater part of 27 years. That's why if you either knew the area or haven't been able to attend our brunch on the day of prayer, uh, put that on your schedule and get your tickets. They uh, work so well together, and their joint expertise and resources are just wonderful. And uh, with that, I just want to say both uh, Molly and Camille, Glad to have you with us this afternoon on the Bill Bunkley Show. Thank you, Bill. Is Molly on, too? I am. I am. Good. You're here. Good. All right. We're so glad to be here. Thank you so much for having us and giving this opportunity again. Well, let's, let's just let our audience know I'm in Tallahassee. Both of you ladies are in two different locations, and we have Mike, who's the quarterback, so we'll put this thing together. But if there's a slight delay, um, we just want to let our audience know that uh, we are geographically spread out this afternoon. So let's start with uh, Camille. Camille, if you could, tell us a little bit about, uh, first of all, the National Day of Prayer Council, Pray Tampa Bay, but then tell us a little bit about uh, how this is structured and in so many areas uh, during that morning, we're going to have different folks pray uh, for different areas and what folks can expect if they come out for the first time. 
Well, first of all, it is a prayer event. It's not a fundraiser in any way. It is That's our goal, to bring everybody together to pray for these seven major areas in our nation, and that's my part. Molly is our president, and she does all of the the management and all she's she's the president of the national day of prayer council and so that's her area and mine is to get these wonderful prayer leaders and we they're just outstanding and they lead us in all these different areas of prayer and so the whole morning uh is really dedicated to that in fact we even have um intercessors in uh prayer chairs around the room praying that morning over the whole um event and uh, this year, Bill, if I can just just wander a little bit here, we're re- we're having a, an outreach to the youth this year to get them to pray for our nation on their campuses at the flagpoles that morning. And uh, we're doing it through First Priority. Um, Amber Johansson is the uh, director of that. It's a Christian-led, um, Christian-initiated group on the middle school and high school campuses and they're there to really strengthen them in in sharing the story of their faith and in this culture christian students need that but we have a website up called students united in prayer sup and um and i'm just really excited because one of our prayer leaders who's praying over education and schools is matthew Geraldo. He's a Plant High School, high school student. He's president of First Priority at Plant. And we're just delighted that we can have a student leading one of the prayers this year. So we have seven prayer leaders, as you know, and um, over government and judiciary. Judge Gregory Holder will be leading that prayer. He's the circuit court judge of the 13th Judicial Circuit. And then we have Saul Pitchin who's uh, leading the prayer over businesses and the economy, and he's the CEO of New Life Solutions, which is a pregnancy support center. And there are several throughout Florida. And then Pastor Zelvis Applin is leading the prayer over all the churches of our nation, and he's senior pastor of the Ruskin South Hills Church. And he'll also bless us with his powerful, moving voice to sing God Bless America for us. And then we are we are extremely excited to have an outstanding person leading the prayer over the media <laughs> <laughs> by the name of Bill Bunkley of the Bill Bunkley Show. The to God be the glory. Show. To God be the glory. <laughs> we are so excited, Bill. We thank you so much for doing it. I William Moore is going to be our military and first responder prayer person. He's a retired major general of the U.S. Air Force. And then, of course, Rabbi Steve Weiler closes us with the um, ironic benediction. He's the senior rabbi at Sheresh David Messianic Synagogue. So there you have it in a nutshell. That's the prayer part. Now, Molly can tell us all about the speaker and um, what to look forward to. Well, let me hop in here real quick. We're talking about the uh, Tampa Bay Prayer Brunch, and that website is tampabayprayerbrunch.com. That's TampaBayPrayerBrunch.com. It's going to be happening on Thursday, May the second, from eleven to one, and it's at the Armature Works. You haven't, if you haven't had a chance to go down to this historic structure 
just off the, the Hillsborough River. It's an absolutely wonderful place and a great place to come join us. And, by the way, uh, you can also – are there any tables left, just individual seats, where we're at? Where are we at with availability? We have we have over 100 people, I mean 500 people that have registered so far, and we are ready to take on another 100. So please sign up. All right. You heard it. You've only got room for 100. And I tell you what, you need to be going right now to TampaBayPrayerBrunch.com, TampaBayPrayerBrunch.com. That's Thursday, May the 2nd. I look forward to seeing you there. Now, what we're going to do is going to have to take a break in just a moment, and I'm going to hold uh, Molly and Camille over for just a couple of minutes once we have that break. But, Molly, uh, real quick, uh, Phil Cook, who is the producer, media consultant, and founder of Cook Media Group, is going to be with us. Tell us just a little bit about him real quick, and then we'll have to take a break, and I'll uh, bring you guys back in just a couple of moments to wrap up. I can do that. He is just an internationally known writer and speaker, and he is the executive. He was the executive producer of Let Hope Rise, that Hillsong movie that was released in the theaters that went, mm-hmm. went over. It was such a great movie. And he just coaches churches and people all around the country on how we can become more uh, Christ-like and, and tell the world that they can cross that. We have a big chasm that gets wider and wider between the Christian community and um, the uh, people at large. And we need to close that chasm. And the way we do it is to act more like Jesus, act more like Jesus and show our and how to reach them in the way they receive information. You can't just expect them to come in and sit on a pew and hear the message anymore. How do we as churches and we as people reach out to to the young people and and reach out on the way they communicate? Are we on social media? Are we are we doing televised programming? So many churches are like like Molly, hold on, hold that right there. Bill Bunkley here with Molly Cruz and Camille McWerther. More of the Tampa Bay National Day of Prayer Brunch next to Bill Bunkley Show. You're listening to an encore presentation of the Bill Bunkley Show that originally aired Monday, April 15th. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. No one is taking your guns. The words of Vice President Mike Pence speaking to the National Rifle Association today. President Trump, also speaking, says the U.S. has decided to withdraw its support for a treaty regulating the multi-billion dollar global arms trade. The U.S. economy growing at a solid 3.2% annual rate in the first three months of the year. This marks an acceleration of the 2.2% gain in the October-December period. The truck driver suspected of killing four people in a fiery crash near Denver is expected to make his first court appearance on Saturday. Authorities say Rogel Aguilera Maderos of Houston, Texas, was arrested after Thursday's rush hour crash on Interstate 70. And severe weather moving from the Gulf Coast to the southeast and mid-Atlantic today on Wall Street. The Dow gained 81 points today. The Nasdaq was ahead 28. This is SRN News. Now playing Breakthrough, starring Chrissy Metz. Boys, get off the ice! She's been underwater for 15 minutes. The odds were against her son. He's had no pulse for over an hour. Until his mother's prayer. Please, Sandra, please, Spirit, to save my son. Proved the impossible. We've got a pulse! Now... I don't believe John will survive the night. Discover the incredible true story. You don't know my son. Of an extraordinary miracle. He is a fighter. Breakthrough. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. For tickets, go to BreakthroughMovie.com. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. 
If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare contracts, and in the process started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. Sound crazy? The crazy thing is this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. I guarantee if we can't cancel your timeshare contract, you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit, 800-290-7100. That's 800-290-7100, 800-290-7100. Hi, my name is Fernando Cespedes with Family Focus Insurance Solutions. Are you disappointed with your health insurance plan? Do you have Medicare or are you new to Medicare? Are all the options confusing? Then please give us a call at 813-533-3000. At Family Focus Insurance Solutions, we have been assisting our Florida neighbors for years. Our certified staff can meet with you and provide clear guidance with sincere respect. Call Family Focus Insurance to date at 813-533-3000. Saturday afternoons at 4.30. Join Pastor John Couch for This Day in the Word. He blesses those who diligently, they are focused. They got missile lock. They're dialed in. They're going after God who seek him, who run hard after him, who love him, who live for him. This Day in the Word with Pastor John Couch. Saturday afternoons at 4.30 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Tacos with cheese and a large soda, that's $10,012. Please drive around. 10000 what? It's obvious you're buzzed and driving. I've only had a few. I'm fine. Yeah, the food's 12 bucks, but getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Please drive around. Actually, just park and come in. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving. Because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. The heart is a blue. Shoots up through the stony ground. You're listening to an encore presentation of the Bill Bunkley Show that originally aired Monday, April 15th. In this town, you're out of luck. And the reason that you had to care, the traffic is stuck. Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley live in the state capitol here in Tallahassee. And uh, this week uh, is uh, my son's week uh, for the first time to be a page here in the Florida House of Representatives. So we are excited. Of course, I have a lot of responsibilities as president of the Florida Ethics Religious Liberty Commission uh, with uh, some of the bills that we're trying to get moving but uh, we are live in Tallahassee. Hey, I want to remind you that Breakthrough opened up on Wednesday, and I want to tell you that this is one that you really want to see. Now, Breakthrough is a movie about a young lad who slipped through an icy lake back in January of 2015. This happened just outside of St. Louis, Missouri, and the youngster was underwater for nearly 45 minutes, plus the time he was taken to the hospital without a heartbeat. And let me tell you that as you get into this story and find out about uh, the faith of uh, his mother, Joyce, after 45 minutes, she touched his hand, began praying for him in the emergency room, and his heart started beating. 
And I want to tell you that when you get a chance to see the miracles, when you see the faith that she had that the Lord would revive her son, you might be going through something right now that you need your breakthrough. Hey, you can see the trailer at BreakthroughMovie.com. That's BreakthroughMovie.com. But hey, put it on your agenda to see the movie Breakthrough sometime this weekend. Well, let's get back to uh, making sure that uh, you are ready to make your commitment to go to the Tampa Bay Prayer Brunch. And you can go to their website right now at TampaBayPrayerBrunch.com. TampaBayPrayerBrunch.com. Got about 100 uh, seats left for you to uh, take advantage of. Of course, that's going to be Thursday, May the 2nd, 11 to 1 p.m. at the Armature Works uh, there in downtown Tampa. Uh, just a wonderful place to uh, engage in with uh, your fellow friends, make some new friends there, uh, and part of the historic uh, remaking of not only the riverfront, but also Tampa in general. Now, uh, joining me today, uh, we have uh, Molly Cruz, is president of Tampa Bay National Day of Prayer Council, and uh, Camille McWhither is the president of Pray Tampa Bay. And I want to go back to Molly because Molly was talking about our special guest, Phil Cook. And uh, I've always been intrigued when I heard about this book, The Way Back, How Christians Blew Our Credibility and How We Get It Back. Um, Could you just, Molly, tell us a little bit? Each year we've had some incredible speakers and great fellowship around the table uh, before we actually hear from uh, the individual prayers and as far as uh, hearing from our speakers. Just give us a little view of the last 27 years. Oh, my goodness. The last 27 years we've just had, I, I'll go back the last 10 years at least, but the thing is that we've had Angriam Lotz uh, as a speaker. We've had uh, Lee Strobel came and spoke to us and uh, Jay Seculo and uh, Eric Metaxas and, uh, oh, Carmen LaBerge last uh, year was just phenomenal. And we can, um, let's see, uh, I can go back to, I, my brain is all mush right now for the speakers, but we've had just really, really great, great speakers. And that's why I want to tell folks that those who know of uh, just uh, the, the great program and the work that both of these ladies do to get uh, uh, the relevant uh, Christian worldview uh, speaker advocate each and every year. It's very important. And even though Phil Cook may not be a household name, the work that he's doing right now and uh, what we're seeing happen with our lo- young millennials and others in the culture, this overbearing secular media that uh, is tramping everything down, the fight for religious freedom here in America, uh, I just got to tell you, both Molly um and camille being able to have uh phil cook in this year is a home run well thank you we believe so too he's going to uh he has been he speaks to churches all over the world in coaching them and helping to to rethink the way that they are presenting the gospel not not to change the gospel not change it make no changes in that but how do you reach in this media driven world how do you meet uh, how do you how do you get to the young people how do you get their interest and and get them interested in knowing more about Christians and why we are uh, expressing joy. If we can show the joy that we have within us, then more people are going to want to know more about Jesus. And I think that uh, Phil is such a master, such a master at coaching churches and leading them through programs that will help them adapt the way they uh, work in the church. Now, obviously, he's coming to preach to us as individuals, so he's getting it right down on our 
part. Let's let's all do our part to make a difference in and letting um, the people that are unbelievers uh, not marginalize marginalize us or think that we're irrelevant because we're not. And we're going to speak up, but we're going to do it with love. Amen. Well, let me have my last question with Camille McWhorter, and that is, uh, first of all, just to be clear, um, I know there's some perception this is not a ladies' prayer bunch. This is a male and female uh, prayer lunch, and uh, I want you to just emphasize that and also just emphasize the fact that we're really going to go before the throne of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and we're going to be just joining in intercessory prayer uh, for our leaders important that uh, we even get more men to come. Uh, It's hard because it's a two-hour luncheon time, and um, getting off from the, it's it's hard for the women, too. Um, But all of that matters. It matters that we have the men there, and it's powerful to have a lot of men there. So we really have been reaching out to the men and through the speakers and the timing. We get in, we start at 11, we are out at 1. We are in charge of the time because it used to go way over sometimes, and um, people just didn't want to stay that long. So we've worked hard on on making it uh, 11 to 1. And I want to say this, that um, the theme this year is love one another, and I think that's key to the whole change um, of changing our credibility is to see the joy of loving in Christians. I think that's the key to changing it all. So, amen. (laughs) Amen. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, real men, this is from Bill Bunkley, real men, you need to be coming and joining me at the Tampa Bay Prayer Brunch, and uh, that's going to be happening on Thursday, May the 2nd, at the Armature Works uh, in downtown Tampa. Got about a 100 positions left out of hundreds that have already been reserved and set aside. It's going to be a very, very nice event for you to come and to be part of this community, stand up for Christ, and uh, also to uh, not only enjoy some fellowship, make some new friends, but, you know, Phil Cook is going to help us to think about how we can become like we were 200 plus years ago when we formed this country, where uh, the Christian faith was central as one of the leading uh, community uh, centric uh, areas where people uh, lended their expertise of the scriptures uh, to form this country. And uh, we've been asleep at the switch too long. We've been enjoying uh, the fruits of this country. And uh, with that, we've gotten lazy and stale, stale. and uh, I hope that some of you will make a new commitment to uh, stand for Christ in love as a result of this event. Again, go to TampaBayPrayerBrunch.com, Thursday, May the 2nd, 11 to 1. I will see you there at the Armature Works in both Molly and Camille. Thank you so much for taking time. I know both of you ladies are very busy, but uh, we wanted to get the word out, and uh, let's get that last 100 group of uh, folks signed up. And we're going to have a wonderful day. But, ladies, thanks for being with us today. Thank you. Thank you, Bill. God bless you. We'll see you in a few days. All right. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Uh, More of the Bill Bunkley Show. Uh, Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. How about Tiger Woods? Now, I've got a confession to make. 
after church yesterday, I went home post-haste to get the TV on because they had to reschedule the Masters. And uh, actually, they had, uh, you know, their golfers starting on uh, hole one and hole nine because they had to get this thing in the books because of that uh, killer storm that was moving across uh, uh, from the Midwest into the Southeast and uh, coming upon Atlanta and Augusta. And so um, I had to go home quickly to see what this deal was. Was Tiger Woods going to be able to pull this off? Now, let me just say this. First of all, uh, Tiger Woods certainly has um, had some missteps in his life, both morally, um, both with, uh, you might remember that mugshot, that DUI, but also on the other side, here's a, a youngster that put in so many hours growing up from a little guy, uh, and his dad mentoring him all of those years. And then his dad passed away and seems like that coincided with, uh, this, this marvelously talented young man just drifting in his private life, his moral life. And then, um, he had serious back injuries. And I believe four different surgeries. And here's a guy that uh, is so well known. Here's a guy that notwithstanding the embarrassment of uh, his moral failures and that DUI. This is a guy that was committed to coming back. And after four back surgeries, think about that, especially those of you who play golf four back surgeries to be able to come back and it end up playing in the masters. If, if a lot of people don't know a lot about golf, most people know about the masters every year. And after 11 years since his last major title for him to come back and Oh, by the way, the young four, five, six, at one time there were 30, 30 golfers, I think within two or three strokes of each other. But so many of the younger ones uh, who are just absolutely the, the, the future of um, the Pro Golf Association. So many of these young golfers who are absolutely awesome in their play talk about growing up and wanting to be like Tiger Woods. And then to have this long absence and for Tiger to come back and actually be surrounded by these youngsters. And there was something about yesterday that he was the tiger of old. And that tiger in his name certainly means something. First of all, he, he was so focused and lasered in yesterday. He had that confident walk. He was like a, a real tiger in the bush, stalking his prey. And he had all of these youngsters he had to beat. And not only did he, on the final hole, even though it was a bogey, he came out on top by one stroke. But the magnificent talent that was around him. Now, I've got to be honest with you. I thoroughly enjoyed his round of golf yesterday. Now I want to enjoy the family guy. The guy that hugged his son and his daughter like he hugged his dad years ago before he passed. And now... I hope he will work on the second part of his legacy, 
and that is that of family values of being a family man. Because that will teach us all about forgiveness and redemption and determination. 877-943-9673. We'll take your calls about Tiger Woods next on the Bill Bunkley Show. Waited for years. Many doubted we'd ever see it. But here it is. You're listening to an encore presentation of the Bill Bunkley Show that originally aired Monday, April 15th. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-444-2013. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-444-2013. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-444-2013. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-444-2013. 800-444-2013. The following message is brought to you by Health Markets, your first choice when you need health insurance for your small business. Do you offer health insurance to your employees? Call us now and see if you can save money. Do you want to offer vision and dental to your employees? Call us. Do you think you're paying too much for your current health insurance? Call us. Do you want somebody else to do all the legwork and search thousands of health plans from over 180 health insurance companies nationwide? Call us. We're Health Markets, and thanks to a little-known solution, we could help your business save thousands of dollars on health insurance costs and save your employees money, too. Our service is free. Don't miss the great savings. Call now. 800-651-3235. 800-651-3235. 800-651-3235. That's 800-651-3235. Health Markets Insurance Agency is DBA of InSphere Insurance Solutions, Inc. Licensed in all states. Product availability varies. Sacrifice. When you have children, sacrifice just comes with the territory. You sacrifice a new club for a new baseball glove. You sacrifice a weekend getaway for a church missions trip. You sacrifice because you love your child and you want them to have every advantage. Let us help you lessen the sacrifice it takes to send your son or daughter to the finest Christian schools in Tampa Bay by half. That's right. When you go to ChristianTuitions.com, you'll find half-off tuition for some of our community's most reputable faith-based schools, ranging from preschool all the way to Bible college. And you won't have to sacrifice hours in the car either. Our partner schools are located throughout the Bay Area. Chances are, there's one near you. You want the best for your child. You're willing to sacrifice. And here at Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910, we're ready to help with half-price tuition to faith-based schools. Explore your options today at ChristianTuitions.com. That's ChristianTuitions.com. When it comes to hiring an AC technician, plumber, or electrician, it's a challenge to find one you can trust completely. 
until now. At Cornerstone Pros, the commitment to workmanship and service surpasses customer standards. It's called the Cornerstone Difference. And big job or small, it means you can count on them to go out of their way to deliver exceptional customer service and value. Cornerstone Pro services include air conditioners, plumbing, electrical, and generators. Connect at cornerstonepros.com. That's cornerstonepros.com. Sunday mornings at 9, join Rabbi Stephen Weiler for Heart of Messiah. God will take the Jewish people from the nations and gather them into their own land, sprinkle clean water on them, give them a new heart, a new spirit, and they will live in the land that God has given to our forefathers. Heart of Messiah, Sunday mornings at 9 on Faith Talk, AM 570, and online at letstalkfaith.com. You're listening to an encore presentation of The Bill Bunkley Show that originally aired Wednesday, April 17th. Bill Bunkley, we're back here live in Tallahassee. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. Hey, I want to remind you that there is a brand new television program at uh, 1.30 in the afternoon, and it is for the ladies. That's right. It's called Better Together, and it's going to be a, a great opportunity on the TBN network. And by the way, you can go right now to uh, bettertogether.tv, ladies. That's bettertogether.tv. Right there, you can sign up for email updates on the show's website. Now, Better Together is uh, TBN's first daily original program. Well, it's made by women for women. And they'll discuss their faith, their family, their friends, and so much more. No topic is off limits. Now, you probably have been used to at least channel surfing to see The View. Well, The View is a a three-to-one deal. You've got uh, three liberals or certainly left of center and you have one conservative battling out with them, uh, the three three on the left. Now, what uh, Better Together is all about, this is going to be some conservative women and socially conservative women getting together, and they're going to be talking about life. And they're going to be the same issues, ladies, that you are dealing with. And uh, we, we want to invite you to join the conversation starting on Monday, and that's the first daily original program. And uh, I think you're going to find that it is nothing like The View. It's a spirit-filled conversation. And, uh, you know, maybe some of the things that uh, we all deal with, particularly uh, some of you women who would like to plug in Monday at 1.30, they'll be talking about friendship. They'll be talking about identity, how to find your voice, and a whole lot more. Laurie Crouch and uh, Christine Kane is going to be uh, two of the hosts on the program, and they're going to work to be so authentic uh, with what this show is going to be uh, covering. And hopefully some uh, conversations going to provide some fruit, some spiritual fruit about faith and life. They'll be tackling a whole variety of topics, including, uh, well, toxic relationships. How about that? How about social media? How about intimacy with God, your children, and your family? And, oh, by the way, how to hear God's voice. And so um, each week the topics um, and the change you might want to bring to your family uh, could be part of this uh, genuine dialogue. So, again, 
We're talking about an opportunity for you to receive email updates, ladies, on this brand new show. Go right now to bettertogether.tv. That's bettertogether.tv. Tune in on TBN for Better Together. Well, as we uh, round out our first hour, I thought I would bring you a little bit of uh, news that may not be too pleasant for you. How many of you order products online? And, of course, uh, Amazon is the big one. But I thought I'd give you a quick hub, a heads up. Members of your Florida Senate, this comes to us from uh, uh, the Miami Herald Naked Politics. Um, you know, Amazon was one of the first online companies reported by Miami Herald to start collecting sales tax in Florida. That was about five years ago. But as you know, a lot of companies don't collect sales tax outside of Florida. However, your Florida state senators is where this is originating. Uh, They want to change that. And uh, you might want to look up Senate Bill 1112. That's Senate Bill 1112 at the Florida Senate website. This is a potential Florida state Senate tax package. And it would require nearly all online retailers to start collecting Florida sales taxes. And that would uh, net the state an additional, well, $700 million. So that's three-quarters of a billion dollars that right now the state doesn't collect. Now, Mike, I got a quick question for you, okay? When you order something online and it comes in, not from Amazon, but it comes in and it doesn't have any sales tax, do you have any responsibilities? Uh, I don't believe so, just to open the package and use it, hopefully. Well, when you do that, you're breaking the law. Oh, I did not know that. Because the law says that if you get a package in and they don't collect the sales tax, you are supposed to multiply uh, the sales tax there in Tampa or wherever the community is, and you're supposed to write a check and send it to the Florida Department of Revenue. Most people don't realize that you are supposed to be paying the state income tax. And uh, I'll talk about that a little bit more during the second hour as we focus in on our Faith Talk uh, audience. But, yes, sir, you if you're not uh, keeping track of what you're ordering online and sending it in, uh, not sending in your portion of your state sales tax when you're not charged, you have broken the law. Now, Mike, how does that sound? I'm devastated, man. Yeah, and uh, I wonder if we took a poll, how many other folks have no idea that's on the books. Well, we'll pick that up again in a moment. I want to remind you that uh, we'll have today's broadcast uh, on a podcast, ready to go, moments after the show. And so you can download that podcast or tell your friends you can download it, take it with you, listen to it later tonight or in the morning. You can also listen online. And we've got uh, uh, great apps. So we've got the Answer apps, and we've got the Let's Talk Faith apps, and you've got two ways to plug in. Well, and again, we're live from Tallahassee. Phone lines will be open the second hour, 877-943-9673. Now come and join me at AM 570 all around West Central Florida, or if you're in Plant City, uh, 910, and in Lakeland, FM 102.1, I'll be with you just on the other side. You're listening to an encore presentation of The Bill Bunkley Show that originally aired Wednesday, April 17th. 
So, along with everything else you have to do day-to-day running your business, you're trying to manage your digital marketing and social media. It's a lot of heavy lifting. How can you compete? You need some help from Salem Surround. Get started with a free evaluation of your digital presence and some great ideas to increase your online visibility and revenue. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more at surroundtampa.com. Surroundtampa.com. Connecting you with new customers. Janae's Tropicals is your one-stop shop for fruit trees, exotic tropical plants and palms, citrus, and more. Join Janae every Saturday morning at 9.30 as she shares more than 24 years of horticultural experience and hosts other green thumb experts to give you free gardening advice. Janae will teach you to live off the land and love it. Visit Janae online at tropicalfruit.com and join her every Saturday at 9.30 a.m. on Faith Talk 570 WTBN online at letstalkfaith.com. Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. President Trump is urging gun rights activists to vote Republican in the 2020 election. Speaking at the NRA's annual convention for the third year in a row, the president warned that his political opponents want to take away your guns. You better get out there and vote. He also announced the U.S. withdrawal from the U.N. Arms Trade Treaty. We will never allow foreign bureaucrats to trample on your Second Amendment freedom. He signed a letter taking the action in front of the NRA crowd before tossing the pen into the audience. Greg Clugston, Washington. Russia Maria Butina will have to serve nine more months in prison on her guilty plea for conspiring to act as an unregistered foreign agent. Butina admitted to covertly gathering intelligence on the National Rifle Association and other groups at the direction of a former Russian lawmaker. She drew an 18-month prison sentence Friday and has been in jail since her July 2018 arrest. She claims she was caught up in a massive geopolitical power game. Senator John Cornyn says the nation's immigration system is increasing the dangers to children and families rushing to cross the U.S. border illegally. Cornyn's been warning for months that a humanitarian crisis is overwhelming border agents and their detention facilities. They were originally designed to house single adults. But the skyrocketing number of unaccompanied children and family units is now putting a serious strain on those resources. Corrin cites this week's discovery of a three-year-old wandering alone near the border is what he calls the latest heartbreaking case of a border situation he says is at the breaking point. Bob Agnew reporting. A Nobel-winning astronomer says the universe is expanding faster than it used to, meaning the cosmos is considerably younger than we thought. And that's sending a shudder through the world of physics, making astronomers rethink some of their most basic concepts. On Wall Street, a good day as the Dow was up by 81 points. The Nasdaq rose 27. The S&P advanced 14. More on these stories at townhall.com. Thinking about life insurance? What if you could make one free phone call and learn your best price from nearly a dozen highly rated price competitive companies? Well, that's exactly what happens when you call SelectQuote Life. For example, George is 40. He was getting sky-high quotes from other companies because he takes meds to control his blood pressure. But when I shopped around, I found him a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $25 a month. I'm SelectQuote agent Dan Savino. And believe me, if SelectQuote isn't shopping for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For your free quote, call 800-607-3551. That's 800-607-3551. or go to selectquote.com. Since 1985, 
We shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your price could vary depending on your health issuing company and other factors. Not available in all states. Amazon plans to switch to one-day delivery for Prime members. Now that Walmart and Target offer free two-day shipping for those who spend over $35 on their website, Amazon has to improve on that. How about one-day free shipping for Prime members on most items? The company hopes that cutting delivery times in half will make its $119-a-year Prime membership more attractive. Amazon also can't compete with Walmart and Target, where ordering online and picking up at the store is becoming more popular. There's no word on when the change will take place, but Amazon says that in the past month, it's been increasing its selection of items eligible for one-day deliveries. I'm Shelley Adler. Colorado officials hope to reopen a major highway by Saturday after the interstate was badly damaged by a fiery crash near Denver. Four people were killed on Thursday after a semi-truck plowed into vehicles on Interstate 70, causing a fire so intense it melted the roadway. News and analysis at townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. President Trump is denying the U.S. paid anything in the case of an American college student held by North Korea two years ago. A former U.S. official told the AP yesterday an American envoy that had been sent to retrieve Otto Warmbier from North Korea had signed an agreement to pay $2 million in medical costs to the North on President Trump's instructions. The president's insisting this morning no money was paid, not $2 million, not anything else. Warmbier was held for 17 months before being flown home comatose and died shortly after. His relatives say North Korea tortured him, which the Kim regime denies. Sagar Magani at the White House. American Airlines says the grounding of its Boeing MAX jets will cost it $350 million this year. The airline says it needs to shift 700,000 passengers who were booked on MAX flights. The MAX-related loss caused American to cut its earnings forecast. More on these stories available at townhall.com. You're listening to an encore presentation of The Bill Bunkley Show that originally aired Friday, April 12th. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is The Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll-free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Hey, it's 5 o'clock. It's the second hour of the Bill Bunkley Show. We're delighted to have you with us this afternoon. We're going to get you ready for the weekend. Coming up first, we've got Linda Weber, who is Focus on the Family contributor, and she's author of a brand-new book I'm recommending, Eternal Mark of a Mom. And we're going to have a great discussion about uh, motherhood and some things that you can keep in mind in terms of motherhood. Plus, what a great book for mom to, to uh, either give to her or for mom to secure herself. And uh, I want to tell you there's a lot of good information in here. 
Then we'll head on out to um, uh, Hollywood, and Ben Kaiser is actually at one of the studios this afternoon. Going to be talking about four movies. The first one is Little, the second one is Missing Link, the third one is Breakthrough, and then the last is Disney Natures. All, and talk about the penguins, by the way. All that coming up on the Bill Bunkley Show in just a moment. And again, don't don't touch that dial. You're going to be so informed by the time we get to 6 o'clock. I'm Bill Bunkley. I'll be right back. You're listening to an encore presentation of The Bill Bunkley Show that originally aired Friday, April 12th. Come on, kids. We're late. Honey, the car won't start. Mom, the dog just sat on my science project. Life can be stressful, but getting life insurance shouldn't be. That's why there's Ethos. Ethos is a modern kind of life insurance that's super fast, incredibly affordable, and very uncomplicated. At GetEthos.com, there are no medical exams for policies covering under a million dollars, no hours of paperwork, or meetings with pushy representatives. It only takes 10 minutes to apply, and you can rest assured knowing you've taken steps to protect your family. And in most cases, with Ethos, you can have that peace of mind for less than a cup of coffee a day, with no hidden fees. Having life insurance can free you from stress. Getting life insurance shouldn't cause it. Discover how uncomplicated life insurance can be at Ethos. Get your free instant quote and submit your complete application in minutes. Just go to GetEthos.com. That's E-T-H-O-S. GetEthos.com. GetEthos.com. Hi, this is Carrie. I'm so excited for May 5th. Why? Because it's Compassion Sunday. My family sponsored a child a couple of years ago on Compassion Sunday at our church, and it's been the best thing we have ever experienced. And I'm excited because I want you to have that same experience. Would you join us? Just go to Compassion.com slash Sunday to find a church near you that's hosting Compassion Sunday. That's Compassion.com slash Sunday. There's no question you need omega-3s. But which form should you take? Fish oil or krill oil? Scientists have debated this for years. Luckily, there's a new solution to satisfy everyone. It's called Krill Omega 50 Plus. It combines ultra-pure fish oil and joint-soothing krill oil together in just one tiny pill. It's so powerful, it can promote the health of your heart and your arteries. And if that wasn't enough, it can also boost your joint comfort in just days. We're so sure Krill Omega 50 Plus will work for you. We'll even send you a free bottle to put to the test. The debate is over. It's not fish oil or krill oil. It's both. And now it's free. Just pay $4.95 for shipping and claim your free bottle. Call now. 1-800-340-5765. 1-800-340-5765. That's 1-800-340-5765. It's getting harder and harder to make sense out of today's headlines. To stay on top of breaking world and national news with a Christian worldview and a faith-based perspective on what it means, turn to ChristianHeadlines.com. Log on to ChristianHeadlines.com for the very latest news and then sign up for our free daily newsletter to stay one step ahead of what's happening. Get out of the mainstream media rut with top news and positive headlines every day. 
with ChristianHeadlines.com. Saturday afternoons at 4.30. Join Pastor John Couch for This Day in the Word. He blesses those who diligently, they are focused. They got missile lock. They're dialed in. They're going after God who seek Him, who run hard after Him, who love Him, who live for Him. This Day in the Word with Pastor John Couch. Saturday afternoons at 4.30 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. You're listening to an encore presentation of The Bill Bunkley Show that originally aired Friday, April 12th. Welcome back. Bill Bunkley here. We're live on this Friday afternoon, and I want to tell you that uh, I always look forward to the 5 o'clock hour on Friday, and one of those reasons I look forward to it is focus on the family. And you know the focus on the family has all sorts of resources for you uh, in your Christian walk, and uh, today there are certainly some resources for our topic on how moms can change the world. And that website is FocusOnTheFamily.com. That's FocusOnTheFamily.com. Today, Linda Weber is joining us, and uh, she is a Focus on the Family contributor. Uh, She's an author and has a brand-new book, Mom, you might want to check out, Eternal Mark of a Mom. That just uh, was released earlier this week. And, uh, in fact, uh, dads, if you're listening, and uh, sons or daughters, make a good... uh, uh, a Mother's Day present the next time that comes around. Amen? Amen. Well, as uh, Linda was pursuing a relationship with her God through prayer and Bible study, that has characterized her life since she was a child and given her the stamina in developing patterns to live by. She has given herself to being the supportive lead pastor's wife and very involved mother of their now-grown three sons, Kent, Blake, and Ryan. Ongoing involvement as a mother-in-law to Carolyn, Jamie Lynn, and Jessica, besides regular participation in her seven grandchildren's lives, well, that remains a high priority on Linda's list. And so with that, we want to bring her in because we want to let you know that this is a mom and a grandmom who knows just a little bit from experience what this is all about. And Linda Weber, good to have you here today. Thank you. My privilege. Well, you know what? We are, are battling a culture. We are battling a culture that seems to be uh, against children, against the unborn, against being a mom. So many things that are contrary to what we know to be our guidebook for living, which is the Holy Bible. Let's open up our conversation talking about that because, you know, to be a mom and to have that eternal mark of a mom that I know has uh, Jesus written all over it, that is something that has to be purposeful and almost planned every day, isn't it? Yes, it takes incredible work. It takes skills. It takes dedication to our strong cause. It takes perseverance to this long haul. It's like a marathon, and uh, there are results on the other end if we'll go through the process. So it's a big deal. We need to become skilled at knowing how to do it and why. How long did it take you? Was this something that came natural because... In addition to the children and grandchildren, you are uh, a pastor's spouse, a wife, and uh, with all of those daily responsibilities, because uh, being a pastor is just not not just preparing sermon lessons. It's around or, the clock, yes. <laughs> yeah, the budget. Talk about that. Was this something that came naturally for you, or is this something that uh, through uh, your research and God's Holy Spirit, is this something that you developed? the proper uh, techniques for being a successful mom and and pastor's wife? Well, thank you. That's just a a question we could take forever here. Uh, 
I just felt in my heart that I wanted to develop the security in these kids' lives, and I knew that just my being around was important and not just uh, letting them be thrown to the wind because my husband was very busy as a student and a pastor and busy with people a lot, and so these kids needed uh, a continuity in their life, and so I felt like it, even though we had no money, uh, it was important for me to stick with them, and so I did until they got in school later. I took some part-time jobs, and then I, as the, the seasons of life do change, uh, I'd go into uh, other work, and I was a real estate broker and did well, and but that was after I had spent that time earlier on with the kids, and uh, I just felt like it was very important. Now, during my season of mothering, probably 15 years into that season, I started uh, contemplating, okay, now, who am I anyway? I'm mm. whoever's wife, Kent Blake and Ryan's mother, but, you know, who am I? Am I accomplishing enough here? And I felt like it was important to try to get a handle on this for myself and to pass it on to others. So I started writing down all kinds of things of why this was important and putting my biblical background in uh, on paper so that mothers could figure out why they're doing what they're doing and is it really worth my effort, my time, and all my skills to be just working with my kids. And so I've been developing this for many years, and with my Bible background, I feel like it's God's principles and with God's help, we can go after this process and uh, help moms to understand that they have powers to uh, ensure confidence in their kids' lives, security, and get rid of the insecurity that happens. And we can prevent the huge behavioral disasters that are happening in our culture. Um, there are so many influences, as you mentioned, that we need and can override, you know, this entitlement feeling and disrespect for authority or the self-orientation, that's a huge one where, you know, a kid thinks that they're in charge of everything and everything's about them. And uh, no, uh, there's other things to learn that are God's truth. And uh, I like to think that my book will be helpful in teaching moms how to do this. Now, in your book, Eternal Mark of a Mom, you, you talk about, you kind of let mothers get sort of refocused that they really have the keys to influence their children's behavior, their self-image, right. and their spiritual journey. But it seems to me motherhood is at least in three, if not four, volumes, and it takes different levels of expertise. One is from birth to, say, elementary school, and then you get into the, the middle school years where, A, they know it all, and they are so narcissistic and self-centered, trying to figure out how to go from you know, in middle school, how to go from an elementary mindset to, hey, maybe there's a girl there, maybe there's a boy there, and then kind of transitioning into high school. I mean, it's almost like there's three volumes there, and then who knows about the volumes after that of what a mom does to play the role when kids are in college. Talk about that, because uh, no one skill set in one of those areas is going to carry you through all three, and, you know, you've got expertise in this area. Talk about that. Okay, that's great. Well, one of the big deals is understanding that the things that we say and do and how we do it to our children are going to create feelings. And that starts very early in the child's life. And uh, they can either feel confident, they can feel secure. Uh, do they feel accepted? Do they feel appreciated? Uh, uh, do they feel like somebody cares? And uh, that happens when they're little. And that's part of this nurturing process. They have to feel uh, this sustaining and this supporting and this 
training that we're giving them, that, that we really are there to be helpful to them. When those kids are, take what we say and do and start feeling positively, then it's going to create positive behaviors. And that's going to happen in all these different sections of life, from the little to the middle to the further on down line. Uh, the behaviors will show the feelings that are in the heart, and we actually create those feelings by how we deal with our kids, how we talk to them, what we do, what we don't do. And we just want to make sure it's positive because it's uh, the stakes are real high. There's a future ahead, and we don't want the uh, negative behaviors to just uh, take over, and we wonder, well, where does that come from? Mm. Linda, so, ever... uh, moms have a big part in all No, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. moms do. You know, we're, Go ahead. We're like the volleyball setter. You know, we set them up to uh, face this world of giants and disappointments and violations and the peer pressures and all the things from super early childhood all the way through the time that we have them uh, before they leave our home. And it's our job to set them up to prepare them for life. And it, it's just a huge job that doesn't happen fast. It's an 18-year marathon that we have with each kid, mm. and uh, we just have an incredible opportunity and responsibility to do it well. Mm. Linda Weber, you mentioned peer pressure, and so uh, what happens, again, you get into those middle school uh, peer pressure uh, times of, of a child's life, and, uh, you know, you're a mom, and you know what? You're trying to demonstrate that respect for them, the caring for them, you're trying to, uh, you know, protect the self-image and, and nurture them in the Lord. But, you know, sometimes peer pressure is a, a very, very worthy adversary uh, with contrary values of what you have in your family. Even if uh, your, your son or daughter goes to a Christian school or is public school, what do you say to moms when they get into some of those dry areas and it just seems that they're not having an effect? And then it seems a little tempted to, you know, you know what, we're not going there. You get a little more pointed. What do you say to moms when they hit that period where there's no visible evidence that what they're doing is productive? Well, it is hard. Uh, I remember one situation where one of our sons had a friend that was not helping him in his attitude, in his outlook on life, in the exposure to wrong things. And so if things were not going well, and after some time observing how bad it was getting, we had to say, no, there's, no gonna, there's not going to be a further relationship with this young man. Say out of 20 phone calls or opportunities to go somewhere together, we're going to limit you to one or two of those, and uh, you will be finding other friends to be your, your influence. So we had to make those decisions uh, along the way, and it's not easy because it's not a popular decision. They don't like it. Uh, but, you know, I look at it this way. We are placing fences at the top of the cliff of our kids' lives mm. instead of wanting to or having to uh, run an ambulance service at the bottom of the cliff. Why wait till they go over the edge? and have all these problems and they get into all these negative behaviors that we don't like or want, uh, we've just got to put the guardrails up. And, and part of that guardrail thing is the protection of laying boundaries out. You know, this is the way it is. You know, if we love our kids, we will, we will put boundaries out. Yes, it's just in, huge. Yes, indeed. 
when I think about just the name of your book, Linda, and that is Eternal Mark of a Mom, you know, uh, hopefully there's some younger moms that are listening who maybe have some of the younger kids. And, of course, uh, we know that we have a host of people mid to older ages. But as I have gotten older, uh, it's amazing. In my own mind, when you think about your own mom or your own dad several years or a few decades down the road, Oftentimes, especially when you're sitting around talking to people, maybe it's a, it's at a memorial service, and you'll hear someone say, well, my mom was always strict. Well, my mom was always caring. Well, or my mom, you know what, she was at the bars every night. It seems like just a few adjectives are what's remembered by a child of either their mom or their dad. Talk about that because uh, oftentimes I, I try to think, you know, when I blow it, and I, you know, I tend to blow it rather often, uh, you know, I think, you know, what is, you know, what is my son? And the question is, what is your daughter going to think of you 20 or 30 years down the road? What in your behaviors is going to be those three or four adjectives? Talk about that in light of your book, The Eternal Mark of a Mom. Well, our behaviors ought to be. Uh, bringing back to their minds this whole thing that they felt we were important, uh, that uh, the child feels accepted, the the child feels secure. And if those kids are feeling that kind of a thing, that's what's going to make a huge difference in their life. Uh, They're going to bring back things that you've said to them. I I have a number of illustrations of of people of note uh, who have, said that their mother was the making of them, uh, mm. famous people. And then there was the, even the Beatle, uh, McCartney, Paul McCartney. His mother died when he was 14 years old. And later in life, when he's going through troubles, he's, he wrote that song, Let It Be. The Mother Mary speaking words of wisdom, let it mm. be, let it be. Well, our words of wisdom are going to come to our children's minds years after we have passed away. When they're out there in the world wondering, how do I deal with uh, the giants that I'm facing? How, how am I dealing with the, the violations and the rejections, the bullying that I'm feeling from other people? And if we have been faithful at passing on God's principles of how to deal with life from the scriptures, from their mental file drawers, I love that term because mm-hmm. it just speaks of having instant recall of what to do. It's just going to change their life. It's going to give them direction. And frankly, if it all comes from a very solid foundation of knowing God, having their roots placed down deep and having a core that's built up solid, they're going to be able to go with that scriptural verse that says, with God, all things are possible. Mm -hmm. They're going to be able to make it in life. And they're going to have the positive uh, expressions of behavior that we want to see. We we want uh, them to have a positive outlook. We want them to have a mindset that, that is God's mindset. We want them to know how to think and and how to just have confidence in their heart. And it will come from all these things that we have poured into their life and let it be. It's going to just keep coming back to them through the mental file doors. Mm. Uh, Linda Weber, one question that is uh, kind of turning the page another topic. Uh, got just a few minutes left. And that is, you know, in the secular culture, around us uh you know motherhood is is trashed motherhood is you know have your baby and get that in uh you know a babysitter as soon as possible and uh you know what 
you know, women, it's going to, it's going to ruin your career. Yeah. You know, all those type of things that, that this is a culture we live in, but we know uh, from the teachings of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, the, the Bible, our, our, uh, you know, guidebook for living that motherhood is in fact a, a high and important calling. Uh, as our final topic today, could you, could you share just a, a minute or two about when, when a mom and maybe there's a, uh, you know, a little depression here and there, especially after giving birth, uh, how important it is to keep the right truth in front of you and not the deception, the lies of Satan, that in fact what she's doing and what she's dedicated to for, say, 18 years is a very high and important calling. Well, the more she has in her mind uh, the Word of God and the principles there, it will help guide her into knowing this. And as she's able to do some research, and, and I've presented a lot of research in my book about what nurturing is all about. And, you know, they say that without someone who's there, the reliable source of giving attention and affection and stimulation, that the wiring of the brain actually goes awry. And if we want to keep the longstanding mental and emotional problems away so that our kids don't have to be basket cases down line, we have to give them that. And we, we should learn what research says that is going to happen with your child if you don't present this. Uh, it says what, what your child needs is supporting, stimulating environment uh, and specific bonding experiences with us as a parent. And it has to be filled with warmth and stimulation, and uh, uh, that's what's going to uh, cause these connections to happen in their brain. And it really will make a difference in their adult life. So, moms, the more you get a hold of research, uh, get a hold of your Bible, you're going to understand why you're doing what you're doing. And that's why I'm hoping that my book will help moms add two plus two for themselves and actually get four. It's not just me telling them that, but research will tell them that we've got to um, stimulate their brains with all this support and environment that uh, will bring about a positive uh, development in the future. Mm. And, and last quickly is uh, for those young mothers that uh, I got to tell you that, yes, 18 years seems like a long time, but I know in our experience, it seemed as our son got older, time was flying by faster. So even though it may be very time-consuming in the beginning with all of the moment-by-moment -moment nurturing, changing of diapers, et cetera, et cetera, when you get on down the road, then you start saying, whoa, this train's going a little bit fast here, and I'm not having a chance to relish all of this. So uh, it, isn't, it isn't a drudgery, and it is, in fact, a, a high and important calling. And, and uh, I'd like you just to take a, a second or two just to comment on that as we close out our time together. The moms just have such a huge part in developing this positive future for the kids. And the more they put into it uh, early on and along the way, they're going to see the, the benefits from it. Now, you know, even people like Barbara Bush, she says, at the end of your life, you'll never regret not having passed one more test, not winning one more verdict or closing one more deal. She says, you'll regret time not spent with a husband, friend, or a child or a parent. And we want to make sure that we're doing all we can on the front end because someday these kids are out there on their own and we're taking them from total dependence to independence and from insecurity to security and we want them to feel good about life and and uh, we moms uh, just have to get smart enough soon enough to make sure that that happens and not wait until 
we see the mistakes of, of neglect. And neglect is a, it's an issue that we, we want to make sure doesn't be, uh, isn't a part of our life. Well, I tell you, just tons of wisdom. We could go on and on, but unfortunately, our time has uh, pretty much expired. But I want to recommend this afternoon, Eternal Mark of a Mom. Eternal Mark of a Mom, a brand-new book by Linda Weber, and she's a Focus on the Family contributor. I uh, highly recommend you pick up a copy of that, uh, and not only for yourself or someone to uh, give as a gift. Linda Weber, thanks for being with us, and uh, hope to have you sometime uh, in the future with us as well. Great. Thank you. I appreciate it, and have a good day. Take care. You too. All right, let's take, let's take a quick break. Head on out to um, Los Angeles and Hollywood. Ben Kaiser's got four new movies to review. All that next on The Bill Bunkley Show. Don't go away. You're listening to an encore presentation of The Bill Bunkley Show that originally aired Friday, April 12th. Here's the latest from SRN News. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. U.S. border authorities say they've started to increase the biometric data they take from children 13 years old and younger, including fingerprints. Despite privacy concerns and government policy intended to restrict what can be collected from migrant use. Officials say they need the data to stop what they call child recycling, where they say children are repeatedly paired with adults in fake families, allowing them to be released into the U.S. quickly. Meanwhile, throngs of detained migrants in Mexico raised their fists in the air and chanted about wanting food and freedom. Their display on Friday came hours after a mass escape from the Siglo 21 facility. It was the largest mass escape from a Mexican immigration center in memory. The escape was also the latest example of how the Mexican government has become overloaded by a flood of Central American, Cuban, and Haitian immigrants. On Wall Street, the Dow by 81 points. The Nasdaq rose 27. This is SRN News. Hi, my name is Fernando Cespedes with Family Focus Insurance Solutions. Are you disappointed with your health insurance plan? Do you have Medicare or are you new to Medicare? Are all the options confusing? Then please give us a call at 813-533-3000. At Family Focus Insurance Solutions, we have been assisting our Florida neighbors for years. Our certified staff can meet with you and provide clear guidance with sincere respect. Call Family Focus Insurance today at 813-533-3000. You're a do-it-yourselfer. You fix things around the house, take care of the yard, wash your car, and on top of it all, run your own business. But wow, when it comes to digital marketing and advertising, things aren't so do-it-yourself. You need results and just aren't getting them on your own. Salem Surround will get you results. We know digital marketing and how to deliver customers so you can run your business. Using every digital marketing tool possible is a necessity to compete in today's business world. But you have to know about all the options. Our team at Salem Surround has the expertise to manage all your digital marketing under one roof. Get started with a free evaluation of your digital presence and some great ideas to increase your online visibility and most importantly, revenue. There really are no limitations on how and where you can reach customers with Salem Surround. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more at surroundtampa.com. Surroundtampa.com. Connecting you with new customers. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare contracts, and in the process started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, 
You give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. Sound crazy? The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. I guarantee if we can't cancel your timeshare contract, you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit, 800-290-7100. That's 800-290-7100, 800-290-7100. Hi, I'm Brian Golden, lead pastor of Centerpoint Church, and I want to invite you to tune into Unfiltered Radio. Whether you're a skeptic, maybe you've been hurt by the church, or you are a Jesus follower, we want to help you in your journey of faith or investigating faith. On Unfiltered, we're honest. We try to speak at street level about what it means to follow Jesus and his teachings. And what you'll discover may lead you to give Jesus another look. Listen to Unfiltered Radio with Bryant Golden, weeknights at 6.30 on Faith Talk 570, 910, and FM 102.1. When is the best time to talk to your family about staying in touch during a disaster? When floodwaters reach your door? When wildfires are engulfing the edge of your neighborhood? Or an earthquake is destroying buildings? Or is the best time, perhaps, today? During a disaster, you may not be able to stay in touch with your family or friends as easily as you think. Go to ready.gov communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. You are It's Friday afternoon, and that means we're going to have our opportunity to really get updated. And today's going to be a sort of a special edition because we do have one movie to discuss. But um, Movie Guide is having a profound impact, not only on Hollywood, but uh, the folks who decide what movies are going to be made and what movies are not going to be made, and what they are doing to help us have more Christian content in our movies is pretty phenomenal. We'll talk about that today. I am honored to have with us the founder and publisher of Movie Guide, and that's Dr. Ted Bear. I want to remind you that that website is movieguide.org, movieguide.org. If you have not downloaded that, or I should say if you've not uh, made that uh, one of your favorites on uh, your office and home PC, you ought to. And they also have two great uh, apps for both uh, iPhone and for Android. But, Dr. Bear, as always, it's an honor to have you with us today. It's great to be with you. It's always great to be with you. And every time we can talk, it's a highlight of my week. Well, today's going to be a real highlight because I really want to learn more about some of the statistical impact you have had in terms of uh, Hollywood and Christian movies. But first, let's talk about uh, a pretty big movie for the weekend. However, got some issues with content, and that is The Avengers, The Endgame. Let's talk about this one and and your thoughts about it. Well, whatever we say, Bill, it's not going to make any difference to Endgame, so we might as well get over it right now. Uh, You know, my... Uh, staff, uh, they said all the kids in their in the schools that their kids go to want to go. One staff member said their their daughter said, "No, I want to find out, Mom, what you want." Isn't that a brilliant young person that says, "I oh, want to yes. find out what you what you think about it?" You know, this is uh, you know, it's always the good, the bad, and 
and the ambiguous. That's what's happening with uh, Marvel movies. And I have loved some uh, Marvel movies. I loved Winter Soldier. I loved the uh, second uh, Spider-Man. I love some of them just a lot. They're very good movies. This is a well-structured movie. They probably could have cut out uh, 20 minutes. The three-hour screening at Disney was tough if you have to go to the bathroom. (laughs) So, let's you know, three hours. Walt Disney used to say, don't do more than the than the derriere can take in the seat. Yes. So give them a chance to get up. And um, and they used to break up three-hour movies with a intermission for, you know, <laughs> Ben-Hur and stuff like Those were the good old days. They used to have music and an intermission. But the, it opens up with one of the best openings I've ever seen. It has – it's just powerful. It makes you cry. And then it's got uh, one of the uh, most powerful – endings and then in the middle it's got a lot of jumbled stuff because they're just aiming for the emotion so they throw clips from previous marvel movies they start plots they drop plots they have things that are just emotional pulls so it's an emotional roller coaster they've stopped thinking and i think this happened a couple of years ago they stopped thinking about the cohesiveness because everybody loves these things so now you're just on the roller coaster and you're just being um, you know, amazed by all the special effects and everything else, by seeing Thor fat and drinking beer and all that stuff. They're all suffering PTSD. They're all angry at each other for failing, for losing, uh, you know, half their friends and everybody, half the universe to Thanos. Uh, so the battle is with Thanos. Uh, there, there are a couple things that parents need to know. One, there are two scenes in the movie, two out of three hours, uh, but they're a little annoying because one is, uh, you know, with one of the heroes and his daughter, and uh, he uses the word S-H-I-T, which I will not use on your show because it's mm-hmm. Christian broadcasting. Yes. And the little girl repeats him, and he says, Aww. don't say S-H-I-T again. And uh, she says, but you just said it. And then he, they laugh, and uh, they do that a couple of times. And then another kid, the same thing. So this kid, you know, I've got 11 uh, grandchildren, and I'd say that she's about, maybe five, and you don't want to teach them those words. You know, there are lots of us who don't want to teach them those words because I've done media literacy and studied the system for years, and I've been head of a department at City University of New York, and there was a study years ago that when criminals or gangs or whatever else want to hurt somebody, when they swear, it removes some of their inhibitions to hurt somebody. So I don't like teaching my grandchildren to swear, and that sort of you know, it's a little blip in the movie. It's not the whole movie. The movie is very well made. It's four stars, but it's a little blip that concerns me because even Captain America swears in the movie, and it's getting more and more. And he used to say that he didn't have to use that language, uh, and he fought against it. So that's, and they say another couple of things. And there's a little bit of politically correctness. And in, in, in the movie, you think they're going to pass the baton, et cetera. Uh, to the people that you expect, like Bucky, and then they do a politically correct turn, and uh, and that's a little annoying. You know, it's sort of like the Academy saying we're going to honor people that never worked before in the Academy because, uh, uh, you know, they're different uh, species than we are. So there's if there's some goofy stuff in it, and it's very minor. The heartfelt stuff, it's still pro-family. It's always talking about family. It loves families. And it's pro-dad. Many Marvel movies, they must have read my article because Kevin Feige sees, says he keeps all the movie God Awards on his shelf. Um, but the article that we had one person write said, 
that in many of the Marvel movies, the dads are the bad guys. So, for instance, Gar- Guardians of the Galaxy, one of the movies, uh, the dad was a, you know, was a, a god who was nefarious. He was really the villain. And then, of course, Thanos was the villain, and he kills his daughter. So the dads are good here. Every dad is good. So, Bill, what am I going to tell you? There's some good, there's some bad, and there's some plot points that are never followed up on because they figured, well, they just don't progress. uh, You know, they don't have any more emotional punch, so we'll just ignore them. And you're wondering, what did they put this in for? Why did they start this this little uh, string? But they never finished it up, so you're not going to find that out. Well, I didn't realize it was three hours long, but I tell you what, I do have some advice, and that is uh, moms and dads or guardians or whoever's listening today, hey, go to movieguide.org, movieguide.org, because you're going to have a very specific point-by-point assessment uh, of this three-hour endurance uh, movie that you're going to see. And uh, you as a parent ought to know exactly what your kids are going to be exposed to, and when I think about that one line that Dr. Bear was just sharing, you know, th- there's no doubt that our kids, as much as you're trying to shelter your kids from the world, with all the multimedia today, uh, they're going to learn the very words that we were talking about today. But the important thing is, is they don't learn them at home, and they don't learn them from their mom or dad or their extended family members. Because as a youngster is growing up, uh, they'll get to a point where uh, they'll they'll have a testimony and say, you know what, what I really appreciate is, is as I was growing up, we didn't we didn't use that language around the house, even though the moment I left the house, it was uh, you know just all over the place. So I appreciate Dr. Bear pointing that out, and uh, because of that, that's why uh, not only for the Avengers Endgame, but any other movies that we talk about, I always uh, suggest to make sure you go to movieguide.org and really drill down on that. Well, uh, this is the part I was really looking forward to, and um, I want to talk about the impact of Movie Guide, the organization. And there's an article that um, I want to refer to right now. And, Dr. Baird, would you just give us a, a, first a quick uh, chronological um, reminder of the ministry of movie guide. And then this whole article talks about between the annual uh, movie guide awards gala and the epiphany prizes. And um, we've seen a correlation between, you know, movies uh, that are very faith and value oriented. Uh, Talk about that because uh, I just want our listeners to know uh, per this article what kind of impact you guys have had there at Movie Guide? Well, we we've helped the industry tremendously. You know, I love the industry. I grew up in the industry, and I grew up. Uh, I like to summarize it as a left wing commie pinko brat. But then God got a hold of me and turned me into a right wing fundamentalist fanatic. But I love the industry. So my job is not to go bash people. And two days ago, I met with one of the top people at Sony. We went to the executive dining room. They had great salmon for anybody out there who wants to know about it. But he uh, he told me, he said, the movie got award means more to me than the Oscars. And and they mean it. I mean, it's interesting. I walked into the head of Disney one day, and they had movie got awards on the shelf. I said, does your secretary have to bring those all out? And when I come here, he said, no, we, we love these. And uh, and then the next day was with a new guy who had been head of production of Disney, and today is another uh, big person. But at the gala, one of the 
winners uh, who's been in the industry for a while, uh, not the Irwin brothers, but the person who actually uh, started, I can only imagine, and who birthed it and who brought it to the point to the Irwin brothers five years later, said when they started in Hollywood, nobody was talking about faith-based films. In fact, when we started moving out, there was only one faith-based film. That was in the 80s, but she said in the 90s, and then now it's you know the movie guide report to the entertainment industry show people that they could do good and make money at it so you know when we when we see that uh, gave her permission to do i can only imagine it gave her the way to do i can only imagine and every week we see better figures and i i'm bill i'm astounded because if i look at any other area of life politics or anything else it's it seems to be getting a little worse but when you look at movies, it's gone from one in 1985 with positive Christian content, tripped about a whole two years ago. It was 50, 62 percent. I didn't think it'd get any better. Uh, last year, it was 67 percent. Hmm. And, um, you know, I didn't think that would get any better because that's about, you know, uh, two thirds of the audience and they claim to be Christians. So that's OK. I could understand that. But this earlier this week, one of my. Uh, editor said, you know, three of the five, only five movies are released a week. That's 250 to 300 a year because you can't do any more without only one out of the five succeeds. The rule in Hollywood is only one succeeds, one breaks even, and three fail. Three of them had strong Christian content, as you know. And uh, so that's that's just an incredible change that actually the studios are competing, the studios are coming up to see us, the studios are inviting us to lunch, the studios want to know <laughs> how can we do more. And the person we met with yesterday had done some of my favorite movies, The Rookie and Miracle and all this, and he said, now I want to do Peter. And uh, you know, just it just makes your heart glad that there's some area of life that's getting better. And these movies are making more money. Uh, the 67 positive Christian uh, movies last year with positive 67%, you know, made billions of dollars. In the beginning, they were making nothing. And uh, uh, let's see, the number of movies in 1918, uh, 2018 was 125, and they made $7.99 billion. That's why they want to make them. In 1996, they only made $0.12 billion. So they've increased by just a factor of about 10. So it's it's been incredible. The money's increased, the number of movies increased, and they keep making money at the box office. So I assume that we're going to keep getting calls from Hollywood, and it's a miracle. Bill, you know, no matter what we've done to try to help it along by encouraging people, by showing people they can make money, uh, somebody today from the Producers Guild, send me your criteria. We want to meet your criteria. We look at their scripts and give them an analysis of how it works based on 150 criteria from mm -hmm. things that were important 200 years ago, epistemology, ontology, et cetera. And uh, this is just incredible that they want to do things that are doing better, that really help their children and grandchildren. Now, how important, because I know for years now, not only your annual report, but each year you have accurately um, – done the research, provided Hollywood with the statistics that we were just talking about. And, you know, um, there, are, um, you know there, are, there are some folks in Hollywood that are followers of Christ, but many of the other folks are not. I would say that absent this annual report and every year seeing this movement, 
that if Movie Guide had not been bringing this, uh, uh, and you guys are very respected in the industry, obviously, but bringing that to their attention uh, year after year ha- has got to be one of the, the major reasons why they're getting it. And and now that they're coming to you, um, it's just it, to me, it's just a, a very exciting time to know that because of your prayer, your dedication to the Lord and your staff, that you're making the impact that you're having. And the rest of us who are Christ followers are benefiting by being able to go to uh, movies and then later to, you know, to have the DVDs to, to watch over and over that we're getting an opportunity to have much more contact. And when you look at, you look at the movie Unplanned, um, which is, uh, let's face it, it's a wonderful movie. movie by two friends of mine who came to the gala. They were doing, they had done over 150 secular movies and TV and they said, wow, they're both Catholic. They said, now is, we can make movies that are, <laughs> that are positive. And then the first one they made was, uh, you know, um, God's Not Dead. And uh, they're just they're great writers um, and great directors. And the one yesterday uh, was the same way. He, he went from doing, you know, being ahead of uh, production at Disney. To, and this, you know, the one at Sony was Jewish. I mean, you know, I see Jewish people. That Robbie left the meeting. He said, "You know, I think he's come to Christ. It just uh, you don't expect it." And one of them was the head of the studio. You just do not expect it, but it's it's wonderful. I think the theory is here. Yes, the report is. If you took the report away, it wouldn't happen. But the the basis for the report is not just all that analysis. It's that we're trying to present good news. If you can show people that they can, be, Jesus said in John ten ten. The devil comes to steal, and then when he can't get it, he kills, and then he destroys the evidence. But Jesus says, I come to give you a more abundant life. Now, I don't think that's instant believism. I don't think that means you name it and claim it. Forgive me for some of your audience. But I think it does mean that he wants to have a peaceful life, a loving life, a good life. And we have the answer to how you give you a more abundant life. I mean, certainly before I came to Christ, I had a lot of abundance. I lived with four women and all this stuff. I won't tell you about that. But now that I'm living in Christ, I've got four children and 11 grandchildren and a beautiful wife, and I'm happy. I'm happy, which makes it more abundant. I'm happy to talk to you, which is incredible. So if we remember all the time, and I have to do this before I meet with people, because some of them are really hard to meet with uh, uh, the one I met with the other day from at the studio had called me two years ago, and he said, 10 minutes before the gala, he said, you didn't invite me, and my movie's not winning, and I'm very angry at you. <laughs> I mean, I can take that two ways. And I said, I love you. You know, I think you're terrific. I'm just trying to make it, you know, for the best. we got more movies to consider, and you've just got to make it better. So now he sends us scripts for the more movies that he, that we can consider. So this is all good news. There's, But I, I think the whole church, Bill, needs to think about good news. We live in a tough world. We live in pain and suffering. Sri Lanka, I shot a film in Sri Lanka. I love Sri Lanka. This is awful. But, you know, there is hope that God is calling people all over the world into the kingdom of God. And we've got to tell those people, you're now in the world of stealing and killing and maiming and mutilating. We have good news. We have a world that you are welcome in that presents you the good news of Jesus Christ. 
Well, I want to tell you, uh, to God be the glory, and uh, I just lift up uh, prayers of thanksgiving for your ministry, and I invite our audience to do the same. And by the way, if you want to find out more, if you're just tuning in for the first time, go to movieguide.org. That's movieguide.org. Not only do we have the movie reviews there, but you also have uh, just an unlimited supply of articles that uh, come out all the time. And uh, you, since we're talking about one of the major influencers uh, of the culture, and that's movies, this ministry is so important. It's 501c3, and so we invite you to check them out at movieguide.org. Well, Dr. Bear, we are all out of time, but, uh, again, thank you so much for your impact in the industry, and thank you for the guidance that you give us uh, each week. And I just uh, pray that uh, uh, you and Mrs. Bear just have a very blessed weekend. Oh, thank you, Bill, and I pray the same for you. God bless Thank you. Take care. All right, Dr. Ted Bear, and that's movieguide.org, movieguide.org. Well, coming up in a moment, uh, my pastor, Dr. Ken Witten, on today's edition of Living Truth. Well, sonship, discipleship, and friendship, part two of the two-part series that's coming up in a moment. Well, that'll wrap things up on this Friday edition of the Bill Bunkley Show. Hope that you have a wonderful weekend and... Um, that uh, we look forward to seeing you again for the last week of the regular session. Uh, We'll do that on Monday at 4 o'clock. And so um, until then, hey, have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. Until then, God bless and good afternoon. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.